Good morning, Minneapolis and other beautiful cities all around the world. Dun dun dun! Guess what? This is season three! Oh my god, this is so exciting! Ugh, sorry, I was kind of stretching. <laughs> but I guess I was excited at the same time. Um, so, um, in my last podcast, I had mentioned that I'm going to do further questions. I'm going to do at most uh, three to five. Three to five. Because some of them are pretty wordy. So, um, I found this little book. It's called Further Questions. And I'm lo- trying to find the author. But I cannot find the dang author. And these pages were actually left at, um, you know, a free little library by my house. And someone had just left them there and they were all sprawled out, you know, somewhere on the floor. And I looked at them and I was like, what are these? And it said further questions. And even had like a little, um, you know, intro to like what the questions were. You know, I, I'm kind of sad that I can't really find who wrote these random questions. But I'm excited and I'm going to look at them anyway. <laughs> so, um, should I be maybe concerned or, you know, scared that maybe, you know, someone left these for a good reason? Ah, uh, whatever. I'm ballsy, I don't care. So, um, but if you know kind of who wrote these you should definitely let me know on facebook or on twitter um via dot a l v a via elva via dot elva on twitter um you can also find me la via elva on facebook too i prefer you not to message me on facebook um that's more of my personal things but you know i'm pretty um pretty interested on who wrote these questions so if they ever seem familiar or you ever heard of these please let me know okay so this is the little intro that it came with it said how nice it would be to provide answers at this point but personal questions such as these have no universal answers since each answer is a reflection of individual personality and experience to evaluate our own responses we must look into ourselves As with the initial questions, the objection of the question in this section is not to settle things with an answer, but to go wherever the question leads us. Though designed to be used in conjunction with the corresponding questions in front of the book, this section can also be read and used independently. These follow-up questions suggest additional areas for reflection and illustrate the process of probing, and extending the original questions. Good questions don't lead to answers. They lead to more questions. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, well, I'm excited. So for the first episode, we're going to just choose some random ones. Let's see. Got a whole stack here. Dun, 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 dun. Maybe we'll choose... Let's see. All right, here we go. Question 187. In a nice restaurant, after getting the check for an excellent meal, you notice that you were not charged with one of the items you ate. Would you tell the waitress? Hmm. You know what? That's a very interesting question because, hmm, all of us, I feel, have the integrity 
to some point, even the worst of people. Even if you're a serial killer, I'm pretty sure you still have a point of integrity. However, you know, once you're all the way home and you drove who knows how far to get there, going all the way back to, like, see if they can recharge you for an item would be kind of not ideal. Um, let's see. So if I noticed that I was not charged for one of the items that I ate, would I tell the waitress? Oh, oh, would you tell the waitress? Oh, so you're already at the restaurant. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I was not, like, charged for a pop, sure. Absolutely. I would tell the waitress. Um, yeah, definitely. I I thought the question was more like, you know, if... Oh, okay, never mind. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm making this tricky. Oh, yeah, I would. I feel like I would. I would love to. I would do that. But I have definitely been in situations, though. For example, um, I had oysters this one time with a bunch of my friends. So there it was like a group of like maybe like four, four friends. Yeah, four or five friends. And we all had like oysters. And we were all sharing them, right? So um, we all were eating our own like seafood batches. And we were looking over the tab. And I remember, I was like, huh, I can't remember. But I was like, you know what, I think I ordered a little bit more oysters than the lady had charged me, you know. But it kind of sucked, because it was like, our tab was already high. And at that point, at that time, when I was with my friends, I really didn't say anything. Because I wasn't, ooh, I should have, because I think she, like, didn't charge me for, like, three of the little oysters. And, because I, I think I remember I had, like, ten. It was one of those deals, like, ten, ten oysters for 15 bucks or something. I don't remember. But, and then I got some few extra ones. So, if I remember correctly, I did not, I did not tell her. Because I was like, I, I think I'm Okay. Which, was that the right thing to do? Fuck no, that was the right thing to do. But I have to admit, I did do that once. I did do that once. But if it came to this point in my, you know, in my career or in my life, I would be like, eh, I would just do it. If I was already at the restaurant, I would just tell her. Alright. Question 186. If you decided to do something and your friend strongly advised you not to, could you do it anyway? Ha! <laughs> you don't know me! Oh! Um, actually, all my exes and my past boyfriends have critiqued me bad, heavily on this, actually. <laughs> oh, boy. Someone, they're, all my friends tell me not to do something. <laughs> I'm the kind of person that I have to learn the hard way, unfortunately. I wish I was the kind of person that, like, someone would be like, you know, girl, you should not do that, blah, blah, blah. But if I really want to do that, do something, I will do it anyway. No matter how bad it is, and <laughs> no matter how hard the consequences are, I do it anyway. That, that's one of the things I might have to work on. I, I do have to work on taking advice. So, yes. Um, these are very interesting questions. But yes, um, I will rephrase both of those questions if you want to think about them yourself. So, yes, the first one was um, if you were at a nice restaurant and your waitress did not charge you for one of the items, would you tell the waitress? Hmm. Would you tell the waitress? Hmm, would you? Alright, and the second one was, 
If you decide to do something and your friends strongly advise you not to, could you do it anyway? Hmm. Could you? I think you could. I think it depends on what it is, really. It really depends on what it is, too. All right. So let's pick a good one. Let's pick a good good one. Because since this is our, la- our first, you know, episode of the season of, you know, further questions, I don't want to, like, bombard you with too many questions. So we're going to just do one more, okay? All right. Ooh, this is a wordy one. <laughs> All right. All right. Question 23. How serious would an affair need to be before you would want and expect to be told about it? What makes hearing such a confession so threatening that most people would rather be deceived? Is this kind of honesty more likely to be destructive or to be led to greater intimacy and trust? How much do you trust your lover and how much can you be trusted? Oh boy. Okay, so... For those who have a lover, awesome, put yourself in those shoes. But if you don't, this is just going to be hypothetical, okay? Whew, this is a tough question. Okay, how serious would an affair need to be before you would want and expect to be told about it? Okay, so me, I'm going to answer this on my own based experience, on my own self. And I know for me, I view this a little bit more differently than some of my friends. Honestly, if my boyfriend and girlfriend, like, kissed someone at a party, I wouldn't give a fuck. Why? Because, I don't know, I, for me, that's just not that serious. Maybe because I was a hoe in my past? I don't know. I just don't really feel like that's really that serious. Like, if you were at a party and you were dancing with someone, who cares? I don't really care. Like, deceive me all you want. I don't really care about that childish tiny things i don't know whatever so for that that would for me personally not be that serious um what makes hearing such a confession so threatening that most people would rather be deceived okay so now they're putting it a step further so let's say my boyfriend had sex with someone else and they told me about it well For most people, that would be threatening, obviously, because if they're going to go and pursue romance with someone else, that's a threat to you because you're like, hey, maybe there's something that I'm not providing or maybe there's something that they feel, you know, is lacking. Maybe excitement, maybe intimacy, something like that. So that is definitely a threat that I could see that most people would rather be deceived. Like, you don't want to be heard like, hey, um, you know, you are doing this or you're doing that. That's really fucking up our relationship. Nobody wants to hear that. Uh, you know, it, it's more comfortable to be deceived. So personally, I, if my partner had sex with someone else, I would just want to know, obviously. I don't want to be deceived. If it happened, I would want to know for sure because of health reasons specifically. And... Just for honesty. Alright, so here's the next part of this question. This is kind of on is this kind of honesty more likely to be destructive or to lead to greater intimacy and trust? Well I feel like this is a both sides. Because if I 
screwed somebody behind my person's back, right? It would definitely take a lot of courage, a lot, and it would increase the intimacy and the trust for me. Like, if I did that, if I went to a party, had sex with somebody, and then went and told my significant other, that, for me, that would be more intimate and more trustworthy because I would be like, I trust you, and I trust that, like, because of my mistakes, we're going to work this out. <laughs> but on the other side, though, hell no, if my... Ugh, my, my, like, oof, my boyfriend and girlfriend came and was like, yeah, I had sex with someone. For me, I would feel like that would be, dis- like, the other way. That would be disrupt- destructive. See? Destructive. Because I would be like, why the fuck you tell me that? Why the fuck did you do that? You know, I'd be mad. But I don't think it increases in like increases intimacy like immensely. The only time it does is if you mutually say like, "Hey guys, let's be like swingers or let's be in an open relationship." That is what, you know, that will be better for your intimacy if you're honest before that shit happens. That's just my opinion. But yeah, it's definitely in- destructive. And some people like I feel like all of us have that one crazy ex that would be like, oh yeah, I went to a party and held this girl's hand, but I think she was just flirting with me. It's okay. You know, that's disruptive. That is me. But if you say it and you're like, hey, you know what? I did this by accident because I was drunk. I roll. Whatever. You know, I, I guess it depends on the person's relationship. For me, you cheat once. Ow! Sorry, off to the next. I'm sorry. <laughs> no second chances. I don't care if I'm <laughs> I don't care if I'm with you for five years. I'm gonna be like, oh mm, I don't need that. <laughs> no way, Jose. Anyway, last part. How much do you trust your lover? And how much can you be trusted? Ooh boy, this is deep, guys. This is deep. I trust my lovers and I trust the people that I'm with one hundred percent. Um, I'm a very trustworthy person. I'm a very, I guess that can also make me really gullible and um, easily to get hurt. But I trust people. If someone's dating me, I have full confidence that they're, you know, going to be with me. I don't, it's very hard for me to be jealous. Another thing that, um, it's kind of funny. Because I'm just not a very jealous person, that kind of runs some conflicts in my past relationships too. Because people are like, oh, why aren't you jealous? Like, aren't you jealous that I'm flirting with this lady? Or aren't you jealous that she was flirting with me? Or something? And I'm like, no, because you're my boyfriend. Why the fuck would I be jealous for? You like me? I I don't know. (laughs) Maybe I'm too, um, confident in that, um aspect so yeah i trust the people i date i trust them 100 percent um how can i be trusted Mm. (laughs) oh boy um i can be trusted okay no no that that doesn't sound very convincing no um i i i am a trustworthy person but um i feel like as a i would probably be more um Ooh, someone people mm, people would probably have to be more worried about me. I just I just feel like because I'm um I'm I'm loyal. I don't have sex with other people if I'm dating somebody, but I oof, I I 
I just get perceived as such a flirt sometimes that I feel like it could be easily deceived, like, not very trustworthy. I'm a very social person. I talk to a lot of people. Um, I'm very friendly with a lot of people. Um, maybe sometimes overly friendly. So that's just my personality, and that can run into um, a lot of potential trust issues. I'm just very um, open with people. Um, so, yes. Whew! Done with their questions. Oh my god. And I, I, whew, these were some tough questions. But you know what? I'm really, really happy that um, I found this random book because this has definitely scripted my next series. And please stay in tuned. Please stay tuned because I am so excited to explore more of these questions with you. So thank you and safest, safest of travels.